Welcome to the TIF Podcast, this is episode 15, so it was an action-packed weekend in regards to football, uh, we will talk about some of the continental stuff, the FA Cup as well as the Premier League. So let's just kick off with uh, some of the Premier League results over the weekend, um, we did see Bournemouth face Newcastle, again Newcastle in fine form, the end result there playing away at Bournemouth was 2-2 and uh, the scorers on the day for Newcastle were Rondon and Richie returned to Bournemouth to haunt them with a last minute equaliser, it was four minutes in to added time and uh, basically got the equaliser which gave Newcastle the point, um, Josh King got on a score sheet twice in the 48th and 81st minute for Bournemouth, uh, so that result leaves Bournemouth in 12th uh, in the league with 38 points Newcastle are 13th three points behind Bournemouth in the league so they have done well Newcastle I do believe that they will survive again this season the only issue is what happens with Rafa Benitez but we will bring you that particular story Brendan Rodgers continues a fantastic start for Leicester City they received a red card in the fourth minute and that was one of their main central defenders and that was Harry Maguire he was sent off in the fourth minute and they played pretty much 90 minutes with 10 men and there were 2-1 winners on the day uh, so they took the lead in the 33rd minute through James Madison as well as Wes Morgan getting on the score sheet their skipper Captain Morgan in the 90th minute Burnley got onto the score sheet in the 38th minute uh, courtesy of McNeil so an interesting stat in regards to James Madison he is one of Europe's top uh, goal scoring chances creators but is not in the England squad. He's created more goal-scoring chances in the league this season, uh, more than Messi, as well as someone like Eden Hazard. So they've obviously got about a 76, so they're not far. But James Madison has created 81 chances throughout the whole season. These are goal-scoring chances. Of course, these are not assists, but he's prolific. He's been absolutely outstanding for Leicester City since he joined from Norwich. Um, but he's not finding himself in the England squad. So that's another story for another day. West Ham came from behind to beat Huddersfield 4-3. Uh, wasn't an easy game for them Hernandez got onto the score sheet twice in the 84th and a minute into added time for West Ham Ogbonna was on the score sheet Mark Noble scored a penalty 15 minutes in but Huddersfield pegged them back um at 17 minutes so two minutes later Bakuna scored a goal uh, they obviously took the lead uh, or 3-1 lead uh, Grant scored at 30 minutes and 65 minutes but obviously West Ham pegged them back managed to win 4-3 their form hadn't been great recently so that result leaves Huddersfield still at the foot of the table West Ham are sitting in ninth position they are particularly safe uh, and they've got 42 points with a minus 5 goal difference so let's just look at at the fixtures that took place today uh, in the Premier League on Sunday uh, you had Fulham Liverpool so uh, Liverpool were in action of course they're not in the cup competition anymore they've ended up winning 2-1 uh, Ryan Babel returned to his former stomping ground scoring a goal there in the 74th minute Liverpool were 1-0 up at that point so that was the equalising goal and their first goal came courtesy of Sadio Mane and then in the 81st minute James Milner uh, tucked away a penalty which returned Liverpool Liverpool 
back to the top of the table. So at the top, it stands with Liverpool with two points clear as it stands with 76 points. Man City with 74 points, but they do have a game in hand due to the fact that they were in the cup competition. So one interesting result in regards to the top four race is Chelsea and Everton. So Chelsea went away to Everton and um, they didn't do really well. Uh, ended up losing 2-0 on the day. Uh, Richarlison got on the score sheet after half-time as well as Guilford Sigurdsson. And the final score was 2-0. So Chelsea had a game in hand uh, over all the other teams that are battling for the top four. So they now still sit in sixth position and they do have 57 points. Man United uh, do have 58 points in fifth position. Arsenal. Uh, three points clear from Chelsea uh, with 60 points. Tottenham, uh, a point clear of Arsenal with 61 points sitting in third. So, an extremely interesting race now. Everton has done everyone in favour. That result leaves Everton in 11th. I do believe they should be doing slightly better than what they're doing at the moment. Um, they went out and spent a lot of money in the summer, but that's yet to be seen if that improvement will come next season. Uh, basically, they should write this season off. But let's just take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about the uh, FA Cup fixtures as well as some of the continental results. Welcome to the TF Podcast. This is part two of episode 15. So we'll be discussing the FA Cup results in the sixth round. So there were a couple of shock results over the weekend. Uh, well, just one shock result, really. And that was against Wolves and Man United. So, of course, uh, you'd have expected Man United to walk this game. But, of course, that wasn't the case. Uh, Wolves turned up to the races and uh, they basically took the lead in the 17th minute, courtesy of Jimenez. Uh, he's been been absolutely outstanding so far this season as well as Yota who scored a second goal in the 76th minute and uh, before you knew it it was game over for Man United and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer so Wolves have done absolutely uh, amazing this season I can't give them enough praise courtesy of Nuno who's put together a fantastic squad even when they were down in the championship their squad resembled a squad that was basically a Premier League squad uh, of course there's been a lot of money pumped into their club through Chinese money but this result was absolutely amazing so that result sees them go into the semi-final uh, of the FA Cup. Man United got a consolation goal courtesy of Marcus Rushford who's been having a good season I should say. He's been on the score sheet so I do believe this is his highest scoring season to date and he got on the score sheet five minutes into added time but it was a bit too late for them. Uh, however we can't take away and we do need to give credit to Wolverhampton and uh, they find themselves at Wembley really so the man of the match on that day would have been Rahul Jimenez fantastic fantastic striker will he stay at Wolverhampton for long I can't see that happening uh, of course a great result Ole Gunnar Solskjaer suffered two defeats I do believe now back to back um, things are not going so great for him anymore so of course we like to hear that over here at Arsenal as an Arsenal fan that is absolutely great for us so let's talk about Man City v Swansea. 
Swansea were at home on this tie and uh, Swansea were 2-0 up within 29 minutes and um, at that point you'd have thought wow Man City are losing this particular game uh, the quadruple is off and uh, they won't be claiming those full trophies but as we may all know the quadruple is still on for Man City they ended up winning 3-2 on the day uh, their goals came quite late into the game and uh, Bernardo Silva got onto the score sheet 69 minutes in he's recently extended his contract as well as uh, Nudvert scored a own goal in the 78th minute Sergio Aguero with an offside header at 88 minutes however the goal still counted uh, VAR wasn't brought into play on that particular occasion but Man City have been outstanding yet again for another season of course they've got a team full of superstars however let's not take credit as well away from Swansea they were awarded a penalty in the 20th minute uh, Selena scored their second goal um, that would have been in the 29th minute but Sergio Aguero came on as a substitute changed the game and uh, before you know it Swansea had no way back in so Man City are through to the semis as well uh, we've got Watford Crystal Palace as well Watford find themselves uh, in the semi-finals uh, Crystal Palace got onto the score sheet courtesy of Bachuai who's done brilliantly since he joined Crystal Palace so I do believe he's got three or four goals now since he joined in January on loan uh, Kapu opened the scoring uh, in 27 minutes into the game but uh, of course Bachuai equalised at the 62nd minute mark uh, Gray ended up getting the winning goal in the 79th minute that's Andre Gray and um, basically he'd scored two minutes after he'd come on uh, as a substitute so that was a fantastic fantastic substitution by the White manager um, sees them going to the semi-finals as well and then the final fixture that took place on Sunday the 17th of March would have been Millwall versus Brighton so Millwall were winning up until the uh, the 88th minute they were 2-0 up and before you know it in the 90th minute plus five in added time Brighton were equal on scores of course and that would have been a 2-2 score uh, on the day uh, that was the final result of course the game ended up going into extra time two penalties but the goal we want to talk about would have been uh, Solly Much's goal which the uh, the Millwall keeper sort of just fumbled into the back of the net he had butterfingers no strength whatsoever misjudged the flight of the ball and the ball ended up into the back of the net Brighton ended up having to go to win the game in added time through penalties and Millwall uh, felt sorry for themselves really leaving the ground with the tails between their legs but Brighton have done absolutely fantastic Millwall threw this game away of course no one does really like Millwall but that was the end result of that particular game so the semis will see Brighton Watford Man City as well as Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, we haven't heard the draw as yet but as soon as the draw is announced we'll definitely let you know you guys know uh, who do I tip to win this cup this season uh, I can see either my, uh, Man City or Wolverhampton Wanderers doing it I can't see Brighton or Watford uh, posing a serious challenge to get this cup this season uh, of course this is a cup that's renowned for shock results over the years uh, and anything can happen in cup games so of course um, this is something to keep an eye on of course it's going to be absolutely interesting as well so 
that is that in regards to the FA Cup fixtures. Uh, one notable game to mention as well in the continent um, would have been uh, the game against uh, Real, I'm oh, sorry, Barcelona, as well as uh, Real Betis, and um, that particular game was absolutely outstanding. Lionel Messi got a hat trick yet again, and one of the goals that he scored in that game was absolutely fantastic, brilliant, brilliant goal. Uh, Suarez scored a brilliant goal as well. Left defenders lying on the floor uh, brilliant result for them overall I do believe that they keep and maintain their uh, their position uh, within the league as the top team uh, as well as the fact that we saw PSG win as well through a fantastic free kick from uh, Angel Di Maria Bayern Munich returned to the top of their Bundesliga through a Rodriguez hat-trick uh, Inter Milan move above uh, AC Milan after a derby day win which was great Juve omitted Ronaldo from the team and they suffered their first uh, defeat in Serie A this season Season. And we also saw a horrendous injury uh, to David Ospina, who's uh, the Arsenal player who's on loan uh, to Napoli. Uh, it was a horrendous head injury and uh, he had to be taken off after he had collapsed during the game. So those are just the bits of news in Europe as a snippet. Again, thank you so much for listening to the TRF podcast. This has been episode 15. If you are listening to the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to, please do make sure that you do leave us a review make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss a single episode so once again guys thank you so much for listening it's your boy tc and i'm out